Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We're coming to you, uh, well, it's not live, but we're in the newly renovated Bullet Studios. That's fair. We're going to have a really big show today. That's my friend, Louis Rodriguez. Thanks for coming, Louis. Always <laughs> good to have you. How you doing? I'm doing great here. Thank you for having me over. And to my left, oh, we're going to skip him, you know. Please, please do. <laughs> we're going to go across the table, the guy bringing the message tonight. It's Sterling Medcalf Allen. To me, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm nervous. To be yeah. honest, I'm nervous. Rightfully uh, so. I've been in your seat too. Yeah, I'm excited to do this, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm just gonna let God work. All right, so that's, that's the way to do it. Just before you give us your title and and lead us in prayer, I am gonna bring you uh, to the back to the guy on the left of me. Hey, you know him, you love him. Our resident heathen, host of the Laughing Libertarian, Thank Alan you. McFarland. Bat and cleanup. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. No, no crickets. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. That's it. That's more right. That feels it. good. Okay. So, Sterling, if you would like to uh, go ahead and uh, tell us your title and lead us in prayer. Title is, What is Your Heart Condition? Mm. Yeah. I'm ready to get into that one. Okay. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to come to you tonight uh, and ask for your blessing over this message and over this group. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come. And to bring this to each other and to the world, Lord, hopefully uh, you will bless that and reach as many people as be your will, Lord. And uh, they will get something out of it as we get something out of it. Maybe it will show uh, a different light to them and uh, help them with their growth spiritually with you, Lord. And uh, thank you. Just thank you so much. Not enough thanks in the, the time to be able to tell you, Lord. I just want to thank you again for Josh giving me this opportunity. As nervous as I am. And anxious about it, Lord. I just want to just want to get out of the way and let you let you take the take the wheel, Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, Jesus, take the wheel. Well, we weren't going to go there, but in the spirit of Carrie Underwood, yeah. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop. <laughs> I needed crickets on that too, but well, the moment's passed. <laughs> no crickets for you. Yeah, no crickets for me. Only Alan. Retroactive crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's requested retroactive crickets. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be in James. James 1 is going to be our our literature today. So James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. So this is a, a reach out, like a letter to uh, the 12 tribes. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Josh, yeah. how is the trying of your faith working patience? Can you explain that? Trying of your faith working patience. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we were supposed to study. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, you don't have to study. I just, mm-hmm. He's just asking a general question. Yeah, so like, um, well, I can tell you this. I prayed for patience one time, and God was like, <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, how about for the rest of your life? I'm going to teach you patience. And, uh, uh, well, I, I, I spent 10 years working at a license branch. Jeez, yeah, yeah, it's brutal. So, yeah, you, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> I hate to compare it to it, but it's kind of like being in a toilet. You're just catching crap all day. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. I can imagine that. <laughs> and and people just come in there mad. So, yeah, you're, you're learn, you learn patience. You learn how to just get through it and, and grin and bear it. So, yeah, that you're um, – you you are uh, you're testing your your faith. You're trying your faith, um, and it works your patience. 
um, and it wears it thin. I, I feel like that's the best personal view I could have on it. Yeah. So situationally, the more that your faith is tested, you're able to have greater patience, question mark? Right, yeah, you learn... I think you learn more patience. You learn to um, to just get, you know, to sit back and let it, you know, let it ride and see where it goes. Okay. So. Verse four says, "But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing." So I think that ties back into what we just said specifically. Mm-hmm. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. And it shall be given him. That's pretty self-explanatory. That's that's pretty deep as it, in and of itself. If you don't have wisdom, ask. Yeah, if you don't know, you gotta ask. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Standard. Uh, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. So. Uh, I guess what I'm seeing there is like he he that's he, the, the guy that's uh, just doing everything on a whim. He's not uh, he's not going to do so well for himself because he's going to end up uh, probably falling quite a few pitfalls there, and uh, it's not exactly going to be failing forward. He's not uh, not thinking it out at all. Mm-hmm. Am I hitting a nail on the head there? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for sure. A friend of ours, um, Brandon, who's obviously not here, but he would say, if you ask in faith. You're not expecting it not to fail. You're already expecting it to happen. It's like if you're asking something, it's already happened. So you're saying thank you for making this happen even before it's happened. So that's an interesting. He's he's got a really good. Uh, maybe we can get him on here sometime. Yeah, be great. Uh, next is for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So to be careful what you ask for, because he can give or not give, and in your case, give you. Give you more patience you than you want to learn. Bargain for, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like 10 years worth of patience, yeah. All right, so eight is a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Whew. Alan, what do you think double-minded means? A double-minded man. Double-minded man. Unstable in all his ways. I feel like that's a personal attack. No, 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 no. <laughs> Feel like this was this is oh, written. Louis, what did you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just reading what's there. That's black and white. Uh huh. How well, it happens. Why is how it, it happens? There's a hyphen slash <laughs> hyphen Allen next to that. <laughs> Let's see. There is no. Can you give me that line one more time? Sure can. Sure can. A double-minded man is unstable it's in all my, his ways. It's on my iPad as well. Oh, it is yeah. nice yeah. technology. Visual Look at representation. That. He says to the man who's not wearing his glasses. <laughs> so great. Uh, I can make it larger. No, we're fine. We're okay. No, we're good. No, no, that was okay. completely okay. a joke. All right. Um, <laughs> I was I being mean, gracious once again. I personally look at it as someone who is, and this may not be right, and that's fine, I guess. Absolutely. Right? So I look at it as someone who is casting doubt on themselves. Um, you know, if you're, if you're double-minded, there's plenty of ways to interpret that, but I'm looking at it like, you know, instead of, being confident in what you're doing, you're asking yourself if you can do it. And that's always going to lead to, you know, that kind of negativity, that kind of pessimism is going to lead to failure. 
and in chaos and such. Louis, do you have anything to add to that? What do you think? A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I just think he's a confused man. That's what I'm thinking. That's that's good. I can agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Don't know where you stand kind of thing. I think Mike, I mean, if I were to able to... Chair, I think uh, you're the host. We really can't do anything about it. I'm not really even here. Yeah, my show. No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, double-minded man is unstable. Well, I, I'm thinking of it in terms because I mean it, it's coming from the Word of God. So Absolutely. I'm thinking that He's wanting our eyes on Him, and if our eyes are on Him and the world, uh, uh, it, that's a very unstable place to be. Because if your eyes are on the world, half the time you can't fully focus on God and you're going to be uh, tripping all over yourself. You're going to be unstable in your ways. Yeah. If your eyes are completely on the world, then all you do is live in the mess. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was waiting for Alan's commentary. There. I have He's no comment. Put, put his put head, head down. down. <laughs> He'll come around. He'll get saved. Uh, <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, if you got your eyes on God um, – and you fully have your focus on God. I think Peter made that mistake. Um, Walking on the water? Yeah. I mean, he he took a uh, a nice spill into the water. No. Jesus said, but ye have little faith. Yeah. And it was just a moment, a moment of doubt. And there he went, right under the water, like somebody had threw the baseball at the uh, dunk tank. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's keep going here. It says, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich, and that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen for the burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace, of, sorry, the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. When he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. So 13, we're going to hit 13 here. We'll discuss that. It says, Let no man say, when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. Okay. So 13. Me and Josh talked about this earlier. We think, yeah. in most uh, retrospect, kind of look here, is God gave us free will. So he's not going to tempt us in any in any sort of way. He will test us, and he will let us be tested. So like Job, uh, I mentioned earlier, um, when Satan came and talked to God and said, hey, I'm going to test your boy Job, see if he you know curses you and dies. Uh, yeah. yeah. So in this case, free will uh, is going to be the big one. It's going to be the world. So basically it's you versus the world, and God's saying, uh, choose me. Any thoughts on the that verse? Anyone at the table? Louis? Well, God said choose me, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that's it. Okay. <laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I really don't have too much input on that. I mean, he's not leading you with temptation in any way, shape, or form. It's, you know, your heart making the decision, your mind making the decision. I mean, it makes sense. Well, um, we were watching a program earlier on television where they touched on this just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting how, like, sometimes when you're um, putting things together that 
things just kind of converge. I'm like, you know, I won't say coincidental or, mm. or, or whatever, you know, but I think God was working. I think so it talked about, um, they talked about how God views certain things higher than other um, aspects of life. Because you know, God doesn't have, he doesn't view time like we do. You know, he's, he is the beginning and the end. So um, we have this a very little speck of time right. that we're viewing our prism, you know, prism of time through. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he's, he's all seeing. So I think, uh, you know, that free will that, that, um, that they were talking about, they talk about free will being uh, held higher than um, the things that are happening to you at the time. So I think that, you know, when something bad happens to someone or, or uh, you know, bad things happen to good people, it's not that God's letting that happen. He's not tempting them into these lustful thoughts mm-hmm. or or anything like that, but he's um, allowing people to be in a free will, of, free state of will so they can decide to choose him. Right or wrong, yeah. Or not. But God also knows that no man is perfect in this world. And that yeah. long as you believe in him, that's what counts. He wants you to, to to make the decision for yourself. He wants it to be your idea that you've come to him. You know, you mean you've you've read his book certainly, but he wants you to come of your free will. Because if like I'm thinking, let's say um, I uh, I were to bring a little village of Lego people to, to life, just for argument's sake here. Uh, As you do on a Saturday. Yeah, right. Not right. Darth Vader and um, Luke Skywalker hanging out together. But no. Um, so you bring the village to, to life, um, and pretend that you're their god. Okay, just for argument's sake. You brought them to life. You brought them to life. Technically, you're the creator, right? That's, that's fair. And so you are their beginning and their end, but you want them to be free. Now, uh, I would hope that you want them to be free. You mean you could rule with an iron fist? Want them to love you. I want them. But ultimately, yeah, you want them to love you, right? So, do you want them to love you because you said you have to love me, or because they chose to, or because they chose to? I want them to understand there's an end. <laughs> well, that's what we have revelation for, right? Right. I've given them a beginning. I'm giving them an end. And as long as they understand there's an end, they better love me. Yeah. <laughs> but God also knows that <laughs> you're not perfect, yeah. and you'll never be perfect. Only one person in life could be perfect, and that's God, and nobody else. Yeah, he, right. I mean, yeah. Well, that's why he gives him. us, that's why he sent his son in the first place, was forgiveness. And it's, no, like you were saying, no one is perfect, absolutely. But if you do make a mistake, because you're going to make a mistake, you can ask for forgiveness. That's, yeah. You have that open door yeah. that uh, Jesus came, our mediator, to bring that to God for us. I'm just going to interject one last thing. Go ahead, interject. You guys were watching a program earlier? Yeah. At what age do we start calling them programs? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's what I need to know. That's what, that's what stuck with me all through this. It's been 10 it's minutes. It's not good. I'm thinking about what well, age do we, we start need, calling we them programs. We need to go back because he's, he's only stuck on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back to that. Let's like circle back to Sir, I can't handle it. Like, I, I'm going to be thinking about it. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. I'll, try to, yeah. I'll try to get it off your mind. So, uh, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. That's doomy. Yeah. Big consequence. Mm -hmm. As long as they know there's an end. Yeah, see? (laughs) 
Alan called it. He did. He hadn't read the next verse yet, and he, he knew. Did. Well, 16 is like, do not err, my beloved brethren. It's like, no, save you from death. Do good. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Okay. I love that. How e- how easy is that to do? <laughs> Two ears, one mouth. <laughs> Two ears, one mouth. I say I used to say it all the time to my to Riley. A reason for that, yeah. Two ears, one mouth. Be to be slow to speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you have two ears, twice as much listening. I love that. Yeah. Think think your actions through before you do them, right, Louis? Ah, but they, yeah. Yep. Come on, Raph. Louis had a little bit of a, a, a story that we that we shared earlier, but yeah, we'll stay away from it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Incriminating Louis. This yeah. is in the show. No, let's not do that. But pre-show, what we did, we yeah, we did, we did cover this using his wisdom to, to, to get past it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, how many times do we have thoughts like that? I mean, in, in any yeah. sort of degree, all the time. You're in trouble. Yeah. What'd you do, Louis? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you, Louis. Yeah. It's good. It's good to hear because if you don't get those things, out, those, things those things faster. So he just used wisdom, Louis. Do you call shows programs as well? I just learned that today. I know, to right? <laughs> Let's move on. Move on. Let's move on. Move on. For the I'm wrath the, of man, the only one. you're the only one. <laughs> For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Fact. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. That's the book. That's God's word. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now that's that's kind of a kick in the pants, just to Christians in general. And I'm not saying not incriminating anybody out there as we used that word earlier. But how many times can you say that you do everything that's in here? Like we're supposed to read the Bibles every day. We're supposed to not hate people or be angry at people or judge people even. You know, we're supposed to love people. So that, that for me is, is super hard. Yes, it is. It is hard. And it came hard for me to trust people or love people. Yeah. And um, I always think about God that I'm supposed to love my neighbor, my friends, and all that. But there's times that somebody does something to you or something happens, you lose that focus of God being in your mind and you do whatever it is that you have to do to fight evil. Feel like you have to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got something there, Alan? No. You look very I, willing to speak. I was, He's just on I, the program I, thing, I, I know. No, no programs, no programs. <laughs> I was going to say, if I, unfortunately, that means if I become Christian, I have to, try, I have to stop recording my show. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't mean you, you can't be critical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all of those words you used can easily fit into what I do for, <laughs> for five to six minutes a week. <laughs> There's a difference between judgment and criticism. Yeah. As long as you got your your heart in God's mind. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Okay. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. 
Well, because it's a lot to unpack. It sure is. Right? Is it? <laughs> and fragile. It is. Yeah, glass. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's like, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. like when you're a kid and your parents have said, don't do this. You're like, <laughs> you know, you know better. Your parents aren't right. And then your mama knocks the soul out of you. Yeah. <laughs> mama going right and, and so, and and for in my instance, in a, in a story that I shared on a previous episode where I disobeyed my parents, went across town and got hit by a Dodge minivan. Mm. Um, it didn't dodge. No, it rammed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and caravan my butt all the way over to a ditch six feet away. <laughs> um, <laughs> but were they nomadic? So while I'm in while I'm in the hospital and I'm hurting and I and I knew better uh, than to go across town, my parents are reminding me while I'm in physical pain that I shouldn't have been across town and I would have been in a better situation. So I I'm now looking myself in the mirror. Like, I knew better. I'm seeing all my own flaws in that moment, and I can't stand it. I was angry in that moment because I, and I'm resentful of myself. My parents too, but like that, that's say, not that's their sh- fault. I was going to say it's huge growth to be able to say <laughs> I'm mad at myself. But I, I was, was mad, mad at myself. myself. I was mad at myself because I, w- I still feel it every time it rains. Nice. Yeah. What? My knee. Mostly here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying it's, it's huge. It's a huge growth in character to be able to say I'm angry and I'm angry at myself for what I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much easier and it's very human even. I hate to say that. It kind of makes me sick a little that – it's fairly human to go all these things that I'm doing are really caused by somebody else making me do it. Right. I mean, no one's making you do it. You're doing, you may be angry at that person. You may feel some kind of way about something. You may not want to obey what you're being told because you know, screw authority. Mm. But at the end of the day, you make the decision and it's really huge. It's a lot of growth when someone can say I was sitting there angry and it was at me. It goes back to choice. And it was your fault. It was my fault, it, but I had free will. That thing we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but God somewhere in here, yeah. Somewhere, and so <laughs> he was just experimenting. But I think that God expects us to have free will, right? He gives us, He gives free will, and then we, so we know better, and then we still do the wrong thing, and then yeah, and then when we when we look back at it, you know, we're going, oh man, I'm mad at myself. Yes, kids. Vans jump out of nowhere when you disobey your parents. At 45 miles an hour. 45 miles per hour. Minimum. (laughs) Cameron was reaching to to turn Helen's microphone all the way down to zero. Oh, it was the right person. There you go. Yeah. James, was it? James, yeah. That's where we're at. Okay. We would mentioned also (laughs) earlier that is looking in the mirror, basically being able to see your own imperfections as well. Mm -hmm. That's maybe another way to view that. Or knowing what you're supposed to do and just choosing not to do it. Yeah. All right. 24. For My you room's both. still not clean. It's not? <laughs> it's not. Josh. It's okay, Josh. <laughs> we, we forgive you, Josh. When you said James, I was waiting for him to go, no, Sterling. <laughs> that was going to be fantastic. I have something in mind, but I'm not going to bring it up. <gasps> we need it, Louis. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> it's not gonna okay. be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll avoid it. <laughs> let's, get a, let's get a little more Jesus here. Yes, 
Yes. For, uh, let's, for build up, let's build up a, con- a high concentration of Jesus on the front end. <laughs> <laughs> for he beholdeth himself and goeth away, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Wow. So basically, stay straight, follow with God, try to cut out, I mean, you, you, the human nature part of you that, uh, you know, that I want to control every situation, I don't want to be patient, I don't want to think about this with with wisdom, uh, or in some cases, compassion, you know, I mean, that's, stick with God, and whatever you do. Will be blessed in his way, in his time, with his knowledge. Well, doing a work, Sterling. I mean, do, doing the doing James. being a, <laughs> James. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I was referring to the book, Alan. Oh my bad. You've ruined it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to ruin it all, guys. I try to add to it. You uh, did good. You heathen. Did good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so. He so who but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, being not not a forgetful hearer, so not forgetting that you're supposed to be looking into this perfect law, mm-hmm. but then being a doer of work. So I I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, where it's like okay, well for us in an, in an immediate sense, this show would be something that we're working on, mm-hmm. and we're putting it out there and having viewers watch and. Um, People watching the show. Or listen. Sometimes it's just audio. Gotcha. So for those who can't see, I I waved my hand around like a magic wand in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this is the the work that we're doing. And um, I've noticed that since we began this show, and and I think that you've sensed it too, is that although it may not be in the the big picture – or the the little picture sense, in the big picture sense, our lives – as a group here, I think have been become more blessed even, even a, a little bit here and there, but as a big picture our lives become more blessed after starting this show oh, absolutely. and working on getting the word out there and letting people know about the Lord and, um, you know, just a good way to, um, how to think, how to, how think. to, th- how to think. And we're getting, cre- we're getting educated about God. Yeah. Something that I never learned when I was younger. And this just gives me, Three to four people who will wonder if I'm dead if I show up an hour and a half late instead of an hour late. <laughs> so I mean, there's that. We were well, looking at our watches. They were, they were saying that, let's yeah. start a bit out him, but I said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was trying to get on your good side, right? Yeah. Well, he, was, he was your advocate, to be fair. Appreciate I, you. I did want to start without you. I really thought I was going to slide right <laughs> into the show after you guys started. I was like, all right, I'll just slide right into the show. Well, I did mention it. I did say that. I said, we yeah. can go ahead and start it. But, yeah. um, we, we watched another program. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh did say that. Alan's going to start throwing stuff at me. No, no I'm going to start bringing you where those originals <laughs> and those strange little strawberry candies <laughs> with the with syrup inside. Uh, no, thank you. No one I'm knows where those come. Those are nasty. Yeah. No, but thinking make. about thinking back to being blessed, as you were saying, for yeah. sure, even with our relationship here, you would never have found me doing this. Period. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't – I wouldn't say I particularly know you well. But our relationships have definitely grown since the start of this. And I, no emotions, no emotion. <laughs> I, 
am happy that I'm able to talk to you and be able to talk to you. I don't have people. I've, I've lost my people. So this is this has been a, a big blessing for me. We love having you. Absolutely. When, when you're not here, I'm like, no, no, we need Sterling. We're not doing this. Got it. Got it. I'm just happy you're, you know, it's great when you're back there, but it's also great having you out here, you know, being able to have a conversation with you that's on camera. On camera? Yeah. Yeah. So we can hold you accountable in 20 years. <laughs> no. See, this is why we're I didn't want to do yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to cancel you. No. Anxiety is <laughs> going like through the roof right now. No, but kidding, to kidding. be fair, when you are gone, Alan does protest with picket signs and everything. I do. Uh, but picket unfortunately signs. for him, I rule this show with an iron fist, so I'm like, get back in here and <laughs> yeah. sit in your seat. Stalin-esque. Yeah, know your place. Actually, he had a picture <laughs> with you, and yeah. then you weren't in the picture the next time I saw the picture. It was a little weird. Josh. Yeah. Very I thought we were closer than this. Iron fist. Sorry, Sterling, I am so sorry. We have just... Go ahead. We're yeah, railroading. Okay. I'm sidetracking okay. too much. So verse 26. If any man among <laughs> you seem to be religious and bridled not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. I know I did that before, but that's... <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty deep, just yeah. in, in a general sense, because we're getting closer, what I would say, we're getting closer to the end times. you got to be careful what people are saying as far as mm-hmm. religious leaders go. Um they're saying a lot of good things, and using this verse specifically as a reference, they're not actually doing those things. Yeah, justifying all the wrong things. Uh-huh. Words have weight. Words do have weight. Word yeah. has weight. You know. <laughs> so we ended with 27. 27 is where we'll probably have most of our discussion, I would assume. So pure religion, deep already, and undefiled before God, and the Father is this. Those are examples. To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, that's one. And to keep himself unspotted from the world, that's two. So that speaks real home for me just due to recent events. But I'll, I'll open that up to the table for a discussion there. Josh, do you... Uh, yeah, so um, certainly... Uh, Pure religion mm-hmm. and undefiled before God, um, and 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 the uh, and the and the Father is this. So no, we're we're not talking dogma here, right? Because dogma is, in in that sense, the the relig- the word the word religion has gotten convoluted nowadays in the English language. We use the word religion as a religion what, versus relationship. Yeah, religion versus relationship, and. Uh, um, our resident Calvinist, Bo Brummett, would tell you, don't mix those two up. Right. Um, so, but yeah, religion. The word religion gets confused with dogma. So, um, I think what it's talking about there, and that's why I named the show "Faith, Family, and Politics" as opposed to "Religion, Family, and Politics," mm-hmm. because words have weight, yep. and especially <laughs> we've got to watch mind their p's and q's in modern society in America for sure. Um, I wanted people to be able to digest and understand exactly. What we were, what points we were getting across. So faith uh, is what I would, the way I would word it, not to try to change God's word, but mm-hmm. um, just for modern English sake, faith undefiled before God. So um, un- unwavering faith. Um, and, and in that sense, it, if you have unwavering faith, you would want to visit the widow and the orphan in in their time of need. Mm-hmm. 
and keep yourself unspotted from the world. That's the big challenge there, I think. Yeah. To, because you're, you you worded it perfectly earlier. Say that again. Say what again? Uh, in in the world, but not. Oh, being in the world, but not of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's the hard part, because I mean, with what media and just electronics in general, it is, everything is evolving. Uh, it's at your fingertips. Yeah. As far as what do you want to look at, or what do you not want to look at, or what do you want to hear? You know, what do you want to uh, ingest in this yeah. world? You got to be really careful. It's like, let's see how many things we can use programs to take your eyes off of God. Boom. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love the callback. I'm, I'm pretty good at callbacks. <laughs> I'm pulling a Sterling right now, so you get a little bit quieter on the microphone. <laughs> uh, it's, it's true, though. I mean, there's just everything it, everything it, within reach all the time. And, um, you know, it helps connect us in some ways, in good ways sometimes. Just like when you, you know, gave the word there on the, the show. Um, well, you, you gave the word to... Uh, the following that has that's been taking care of the kids and everything else. You you got up early and actually had a sermon there. I can't oh, remember the name of the show. I'm sorry. Talking about the yes. Worship Wednesday special that we had for Faith, Family, and Politics. Was it? Or you want to talk about it? You want to give a call back to that? I mean, when you got up really early, I think it was um, you. Yeah, well, um, originally it was going to be seven a.m., but we got we had got it bumped out to nine a.m. because they're uh, they're like a ten hour difference, so it actually worked out pretty decent for me. So I got a little bit more sleep at that that morning, but. Uh, yeah, we did tape it. It was a Worship Wednesday special. It is on our YouTube channel, Rumble, all that stuff. So, you know, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. That would be fantastic. And uh, while you're doing that, go over to Laughing Libertarian and like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff as well. Maybe do that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that's that's something about, you know, being interconnected as we are. That's something yeah. that's positive. But there's, there is a lot of negative that comes with that as well. Um, I, just, I just love that statement, though. I just love that quote. But Being in the world, not of it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, God says you can use all things for good too. So it's how you use, how you use whatever He gives you. You know, and it yeah. created it for good. People corrupt it for bad. You know, use it for bad. So now, as far as the fatherless and the widows and their affliction, I have I can't say anything about that because I definitely am failing in that department. Um, the widow and the orphan? Yeah. Well, I mean, you contributed on this show, being here, being a producer. Um, now, I've only earned $5 as, as, as a company. We've only earned – well, we, we, not I. We, as a company, have only earned $5 so far from Rumble. Thank you, Rumble. Um, but um, because of that, uh, that was part of a contribution that I gave to that the, the Pakistani children. So mm-hmm. actually, you being here and being a part of this and volunteering your time um, allowed – me to uh, be present in front of them through the show, and then they reached out and they made we made that connection. So I feel like time and money get convoluted a little bit too much, but I think time is just as valuable, if not more, um, if yeah. not more, because you have a very finite amount of that. Oh, what did yeah. you say? It was uh... well, we only made five battles, so you're going to get yeah. less money. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. Well, yeah, it's a uh, we. Flower fading away was a, a, because of the flower of the grass he shall pass away. We're just here for a moment, as they were talking on that yeah. program that we watched earlier. <laughs> you know, just we're here for a moment, so we might as well 
Reach We're not going to let it go, Alan. Absolutely, absolutely not going to let it go. Bring Reach it. as many as we can. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I definitely need to work on for sure. And am working on for sure. What do you feel about uh, the fatherless and widows and keeping yourself unspotted from the world, Louie? I'll let Adam take this. Oh, you're going to let me this take back, it. It's back to you, Alan. Okay, okay. I'm in the hot seat again. Yeah. Um, I think, not to interrupt you, but I think there is, what's, what's the word? To, to uh, be knowledgeable of it, so you got to have the knowledge of it, but to keep yourself from it, if that makes any sense. So, like, not um, words and things. Uh, being oblivious. You can't be oblivious to something like this because you know it's there, but I think it, it just goes covered. Everything is so open now, and oh, here's what's available. Here's this, and here's what, you know, your, your truth is pushed in every which way, if you want to even call it truth, uh, the way that the world pushes truth. So you need to know what the actual truth is. So obviously the word, we get back get back into that. But knowing what is wrong, and I think ignorance, that's the word, ignorance is the biggest part of society. Yeah. The go along to get along yeah. type of... Yeah, well, just let me just fit in yeah. mentality. Yeah, I had a discussion with uh, a friend of mine here recently about that because he uh, he just he's the go along to get along type. Mm-hmm. He's a very nice person, and uh, and I just I wish he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, and because I know that deep down there's a part of him that's very resentful of the fact that he's go along get along. You know, he knows what's right, but he doesn't stand up for it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, goes back there. Huh? Yeah, double-minded again. Sounds um, like me. Just like I mean, just like the nature of the earth, right? Wind, water, all that good stuff goes path of least resistance. Mm. And I typically point that out a lot when I talk about people. There are so many people that just go path of least resistance because it's easier. And a non-confrontational kind of thing, right? And then there are some of us that just a just want that confrontation <laughs> so much so that you want to, you, you want to make up for the people who don't, I yeah. mean, you know, you have to have that balance, but no, I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of things in the world, people, especially that go with the flow. Like you guys are saying. Yeah. Well, and to, to the point of the go along, get along thing. I mean, I'll hear him complain about the things that he complied with Ugh. that he went for. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you could have said, "Hey, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, I'm just not going to do that. Just, just, just say no, kids. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. It's an option. Yeah. yeah. Don't think you have to do something yeah. for sure. I mean, I mean, mom and dad says it. Yes, do it. But you know, <laughs> as long as it's biblically sound. Yeah. yeah as long as it's biblically sound. Make sure you sound. look. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you question it, call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> I don't know where we are at with time. I'm going to assume that we can go ahead and move into family portion. Sure, yeah, absolutely. All right. So I guess I'll start. Um, So this whole message for me is very personal. I had two other books. I guess I'm going to leave this open because I'm going to get back into that. But um, two other books I was going to go through, but James kind of hit it as far as the heart condition goes. Um, So the story starts with the... My father passing in November of last year. So speaking of, uh, what is it even called? 
orphans and widows. Yeah, orphans and yeah. widows. Yeah. They weren't married, but I would. I'm not going to take that out of context. But so it made me think about them a lot. The kids and his girlfriend. Um, yes. And the condition that my heart was in, because we received a letter in the mail about contesting uh, his estate. She was trying to get control over his estate. Whether that was right or wrong, whatever. But me, personally, it was not right in me, because uh, it went to instantly, no, she can't have that. That's not okay. She's already taken... 15 years of my dad's life and my life away from us. We didn't get to hang out. We didn't get to do any of these things. So I went into rage mode and I was like, no, we're going to fight this. We're going to do, we're going to take everything from her. She doesn't deserve another win. She doesn't deserve another win. So your heart didn't have the condition of compassion. Right. There was no compassion. There was wrath. There was much wrath. Oh, sorry. No. (laughs) No. Let me go back here. Alan. Let's read that. It said very little wrath. Very little? Like, you just built it up for a while. So it was interesting going into that, though, because every time I was trying to find how to overcome this, like, how do I beat her? It was always dead ends, dead ends, dead ends, dead ends. So I had to – it wasn't for that reason. It was I need to approach this differently. My spirit was moving. God's spirit in me was moving and, and, and messing with my soul. I was like, okay, what is it? Let me just let me take a step back because my sisters were saying things too, and they got my attention. And then just people I didn't even I haven't even talked to in years just randomly coming into the picture and like, hey, listen, you know, I just felt like I was supposed to call you and tell you something. I was like, okay, what is it? And it was basically everything about being angry, revenge. You know, you got to look at this in a different way. You know, how would God think about this? And yeah, glasses. They make noise. It's all good. They help you see, though. Yeah, I, they let me know my ears were working, which was very strange <laughs> since they were helping me with. Two ears, so, one mouth kind of thing. So what I'm hearing is, like, as people were calling and, and giving you this advice, they I would say that they probably gave you some bullet points of, uh, oh. of heart conditions to, oh, yeah, to, to practice. Yeah, big, big practice. Uh, it was a lot of prayer. I had to basically lock myself away. I had to myself away from the situation specifically to be able to see the situation in a different light and come at it with honesty and humility versus anger, revenge, retribution, whatever. So yeah, it was it was tough. It was very tough. It was like a what I wanted to do, my I don't know, human side if you want to call it that was no. Uh, I want to hurt her. And I, it wasn't, I don't know how to put that, but yeah, I wanted to hurt her and that's not right. Yeah. That's not right at all. So I had to decide, I still don't want to hurt her. I don't want to hurt her in any sort of way. Not at all. I want just truth because there's a lot of things that are going in on the case. I won't get into those particulars, but there's not honesty in it, period. And there's no proof of there being any honesty in it. So I want that. That's what I want is I want my dad's last memory, I guess maybe it's even a personal thing, to be honest. Where was he really? How did he really feel, um, you know, about his kids and where he was? Just Is it all about an honesty and even humility in this point? Because I'm not trying to take anything away from the kids. And I, I've had to kind of – That's compassion. Yeah. Trying to take compassion on the kids because I want them to be taken care of, period. You know, and they were my dad's kids. I'm I'm my dad's kid too, you know. Uh, so I I can feel that connection, uh, relative relativeness. Um, as far as she goes, mm-hmm. 
it's different. It's different. I don't feel any ill will towards her that way. I just hope that she comes to God through this. That would be the biggest. That'd be great. But that she gets honest. That she is humiliated, not by like me, but that she understands what she has done and finds forgiveness of herself. Because I mean, that's so hard. Like even forgiving oneself is is harder than I think forgiving other people. Like you know, I forgive you, but what did I do? I can't forgive myself. You know. Pointed everybody here, so yeah, it's uh, this was good for me, and I hope it was good for everyone else, because heart conditions lead to decisions. Yeah, they do. I got a similar story. Mm-hmm. My father, he had a daughter, and he got divorced mm-hmm. from his wife, and. Married my mother, had me. He went to war to fight in Germany war. And um, he decided to leave my mother and marry a German woman. They had five kids. They came to the United States. My sister gave them problems. So his wife told him if he has any more kids... Not to let him let her know because she's gonna leave him. So he refused to put me out of the picture and not tell her that I was around. So then I heard later that he had kids, five of them. I was so angry and jealous because he didn't want to come and see me or talk to me. And I tried to talk to his family, his grandmother. Why, why? My grandma told me that that's what he told her about his wife. But I said, I'm his kid. How could he, you know, have a a bad heart like that, you know, not love me and not care for me? I'm a, one of his child. And I was so jealous and I hated them and I, I was hoping his wife would die and everything. And... um. Then, um, so their their heart condition gave you a a heart condition of, of, of anger and that's why I got a triple bypass resentfulness. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I decided after he died, I decided to forgive him and let it go because it was tearing me up, really tearing me up, and that's why a lot of my hate was because of that. That's why I went around looking for fights, punching people in the face, because I was trying to take out my anger on somebody, you know? Speak of that, sorry, I was late, and you didn't have to. You still got a strong left. <laughs> and um, then my other sister, that the first child that he had, yeah. she hated him too. She changed her name from Rodriguez to... Shoshana, I forgot the last name, but she changed his name because she didn't want nothing to do with him. Yeah. And um, and we started hating the kids. But then after all, he died, I told my sister, look, they, it's not their fault. Yeah. They, they didn't choose what's going on. That was, be, that was her mother and my father's fault. It, yeah, they didn't choose it no more than you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have nothing to do with, you know, what happened. 
and now we talk to each other over the over the phone. I had spoken to one of my sisters. Now my brothers, they don't, they haven't talked to me. The half brothers, but my sisters, my half sisters have talked to me, and I talked to them on the internet. And I decided to forget them because I started finding God, you know, and that's what made me feel a lot better. And I took that that was controlling me. I took it out, and it made me feel so better. Yeah, that took some wisdom. Yeah, wisdom, which reaches back into your message again. Uh Mindfulness and compassion. And certainly to be able to sit there with people you previously had blamed, um, and then now it's not their fault. That's There's wisdom and patience going on there simultaneously. So you've you've got a – some really good heart conditions there that, um, yeah, to keep moving forward with. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot, Louie. Thank you. Josh Allen? Would you like me to go next? Yeah, sure. I think um, it's a little different, I think, because I've definitely had situations where, you know, I I felt anger towards someone and, and kind of backed it off. But uh, I think the one thing that has changed – dramatically, I would say my heart condition that's changed was that I went from writing people out immediately, not writing them off, write them out, done. People are replaceable. That was six. Yeah. That was my favorite thing to say when I was younger. People are replaceable. I'm an extrovert. So it's easy for me to make friends for the most part. Uh, I may rub people the wrong way, but typically I have good enough energy. If I look back in retrospect, if I look back that, that level of energy and, and I don't know, interaction with people, Typically keeps people around. I can make friends. Well, that ability to make a lot of friends also gave me almost an, an arrogance in the way of I don't have to work through problems. Because if there's a problem, if there's something that if there's a wall put up or an issue, eh, these people, path of least resistance, these people over here are my friends that I have no problems with. So I don't need these other people we can just delete those phone numbers. We don't need to have a conversation anymore. And as I've gotten older and there are less people, right? I mean, I, I still go out and meet people, but, but they don't matter, right? Those people don't matter. It's the people I have relationships with that I've had relationships with. Their opinions matter. The issues that I have with them matter. So that's kind of my heart condition as, as I've gone, as I've grown as a person, at least I, I personally think I've grown as a person. There are probably people out there who would say otherwise. I've I've learned to leave comment below. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it can be bad. <laughs> but it's okay. Haters are welcome. I love it. I yeah. love it. I feed off that. Yeah. But really, I've not only grown in respect for my fellow human beings, but I've actually grown to really enjoy everyone and, and value them and want them around. And I don't know. That's just kind of the strange transition I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. You learn that with time. and Well, I mean, it goes right back to those bullet points that Sterling pointed out so eloquently. Yeah. I just, I can't say a good enough. I, I, was, I was so excited about this to, to have Sterling. Because I, I talked about this a couple of weeks back, and I said, he's going to go in the hot seat, trial by fire. That's, uh, that's one of the new things that I've just, you know, recent years have taken on. And, 
to watch Sterling grow, and he's sitting here like just like as I was saying just just a month ago, I think you would have said no, Mm-mm. that's not happening, that's not happening. But then, you know, here he here he is, and he's bringing. It. But to go back to your point though, is like all, all these this growth that you've went through, you've gained wisdom, and compassion, the mindfulness, you know, great all, hair, <laughs> all, great hair. And certainly patience. I mean, being a father, I'm, I'm sure that your patience is tested quite frequently. I think she's dead upstairs. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I've, I've been I've been fortunate. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my kiddo. Give it a few years. Kiddo's not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. But she at least is willing to learn. You know, she's willing to, to think. She's willing to learn. And that's what matters to me. And gray hair brings wisdom. I guess. It's got to be in one way or another. It's it's definitely not enough wisdom for me to say program. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, what would you call it then, Alan? What would yeah, you call it's it? a show. It's a show. Okay. We're a really big show, right, Louis? Modern age. <laughs> All you youngins with your shows. <laughs> we'll have to remember that next week for you to say really big program. Just to <laughs> I was just going to say that. Tag it up so we can record it for the next show. <laughs> it's a really big program. Yeah. Take that libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> All these desks are going to be on wheels next week. So <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, Josh. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Do it to it. Um, Tell us about your heart. Heart conditions. Heart conditions, yes. Time. <laughs> and you're the person. <laughs> well, um, certainly being angry is uh, was an easy one for me. Actually, I'm going to go back there a little bit. Um, where was that? particular verse where it talks about um, slow to speak. You said two ears and, a, and, and one mouth, right? But And all the wrath, right? Yeah. Tons of wrath. Is that what it said? No. So, ah. yeah, but that's, I mean, the younger me. 19. Yeah, 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Buddy, that one hits home, right? Now, um, before working at a license branch for 10 years, <laughs> if you'd have said, hey, Josh, uh, be swift to hear and slow to speak, I'd have cut you off in the middle of that sentence. I would not have opened my ears a little, even a little bit. Now, I had two really good parents that raised me and, and taught me a lot of discernment. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I had two really good ears. <laughs> yeah, two really good I have one good ear. This, this, I'm actually partially deaf. For those who don't know, I, I, this ear is almost gone. Um, <laughs> it's from an accident when I was a child. But um, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> welcome on the program. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... They, they, they taught me a lot of uh, discernment and, and, and things like that. But uh, growing up in a, in a – and I'm sure that Louie can agree with this. Growing up in a, in a hard neighborhood um, or in a more difficult neighborhood, um, so to speak, uh, you go to anger pretty quickly. And so you, you, you run your mouth generally first. And then, uh, and then when running your mouth doesn't work, 
you be it quiet, and then uh, yeah, you're not listening anymore. You're not you're not doing that first part. You're just going right to the wrath. And I did that a lot as a young man. Uh, and there's so many times that I regret it. And I and I wish that I hadn't. Um, so that was a, that was a big learning curve for me, learning that patience. Um, so working at a license branch definitely taught me a lot more of that patience. I mean, <clears throat> uh, being married taught me compassion because my, you know, just having a spouse that's so kind and, and loving and, um, just, she's, she's the best. Um, but she's in the studio right now. <laughs> Brownie points. Uh, That's why he skipped. He made sure to completely clear the topic of patience. He was like, being married, segue. <laughs> Don't hurt me, wife. Great point, John. Great point. Great point. But, you know, let's say before Laura, it, um, anyone that might have known me before Laura would have said that Josh didn't have too much compassion. That. Josh might have been a little more wrathful, and Josh might have been a little more <laughs> of a pain in the neck. Sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, did not did not know how to deal with things properly. Um, but through her kindness and, and, and um, soft personality, I learned the, a better way to think, a, 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 a way to be compassionate. And, and it gave me wisdom because then I, you know, through her doing that, that taught me to be that way too. Cause then I found that when I was good, uh, that I, when I've been good with her, that life is just better. Right. When I'm compassionate with her, even, uh, even if I'm upset then it's like, all right, something's bothering her. Maybe I should open my two ears, my two good ears, my one good ear. One ear. Jeez. <laughs> you feel bad again. Yeah. I know that when me and Sarah were going through things, I had to call you. You departed me that wisdom. Just shut your mouth and listen. They beat you guys, don't they? Twice. <laughs> I fell. That's what I love about you, Sterling. I fell. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that what we're supposed to say? <laughs> I fell too. <laughs> he fell a little harder Down than Down the stairs. <laughs> also, when you see her going like this, she's saying in her mind, for those until you go to bed. <laughs> for, for those listening on audio, it's like, yep, I'm going to poison you slowly for the next 20 years. <laughs> it's not it's not an immediate wrath thing. She's she's good, she's in the long game. Rat poison. Yeah. <laughs> I love this Gatorade. <laughs> is, that a, is that a hint of lime? It's a little chalky. <laughs> but I didn't have to get up and go get it. So, hey, Sucrest, Kesara, Sara. <laughs> So she she'll be glad to bring it to you. Don't worry. About it. Hey, at least antifre- at least they put the at least they put the bittering agent in antifreeze now. So. Yeah, um, d- just before you go, that Sterling, uh, I want to say that learning that learning compassion, um, learning the patience from the license branch, um, both those things together, and then and then having the wisdom to use those utensils <coughs> at my disposal, like um, next month. Um, my wife and I will be married 18 years. Mm. Good. <laughs> and at and at 38 years old, she's got her arms crossed. She looks, yeah, <laughs> her arms are crossed. She's like, it's longer than that. It feels longer than that. <laughs> no, it, it's gonna be. It's 18 years married next month. And um, when you talked about like imparting that wisdom, it's I learned that very slowly. 
Uh, <laughs> did, did Lord say Barry? Barry. Barry. Well, let's put it this way. Cause they, so educationally, if I'm in school, when I was in school, I had AP courses. I was smart, right? But when it comes to relationships, when it came to learning how to be compassionate with my wife, I was a slow learner. I was learning disabled in that compartment. So I'm glad that she had the patience to deal with that. Thank you. And yeah. And she gave me wisdom in that way, you know, years later with your relationship with your wife and you're calling me up and saying, I'm a little angry right now. I'm a little, 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 uh, what do I do, Josh? Bad situation. And, <laughs> and I said, uh, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a pass it on kind yeah. of thing, which is basically what we talked about. Learn from experience, yeah. grow patience, get Some. wisdom, show compassion. And knowledge. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because he learned a lot of knowledge from that. And yeah. also, it's good that you walk away, go somewhere, cool yourself out, and then come back later. Cause Ice packs. Yeah. Outside of the throwing range. <laughs> so I think Sterling's going to bookend our, our family portion here I with, am, some, am, with yeah. some word. Some uh, more word. For those who have lost people, this brought comfort to me, so I figured I would share it because I just felt like somebody out there may need this, so... It's from 1 Thessalonians uh, 4, 13 through 18. I'm just going to read it straight through, and then we can move on. It says, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Let's give a moment of silence for that real quick. That was good. Solid. Okay. Who's ready to offend some people? Let's offend people. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a volunteer. <laughs> this, this is the offensive doubleheader for me. <laughs> would you like to read uh, this week's first headline, Alan? I think you would. Okay. This is coming from... Uh, it's coming from the Daily Caller. Senate votes to repeal CDC mask mandate for public transportation. Got good old Senator Paul up there for us here. The U.S. Senate passed a resolution Tuesday that would end the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the good old CDC, mask mandate for air travel and public transportation. Very interesting, though, you know, those airplanes with their amazing filtration systems. (laughs) Yeah. Not being able to ride any of those without a mask on. I don't know. I'm not going to lead this conversation because we have a host and his name is Josh. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'd say Rand Paul would say, masks don't work, okay? <laughs> Fauci, quit lying on the stand, or I will put you in jail. Let's arrest Fauci. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it for me, this means a lot um, because people don't out there don't know, but I'm very claustrophobic. So putting something on my face, it affects my whole world. Like, I cannot do it. I freak out. Uh, it's a phobia of mine. I know it's irrational on the surface. I know. 
but I can't handle it. You know, if it, if there if I have a little like you know there's like a little breather hole thing on it, then like, oh I'm good. Because like in my mind, and I was like, oh I know that there's a little, but I said, well those aren't effective. Well, no mask is effective if you ask Senator Rand Paul. <laughs> um, but being able to you mean that doctor. Doctor, right? You mean that doctor? That practicing doctor? Oh, you mean, yeah, the yeah. one that actually sees patients? Yeah. I mean, granted, he's a he sees patients and helps them see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. But he's still in there with them. And I would think that uh, uh, even an eye doctor would know the effectiveness of masks, right? Right, especially since they're all the way down on your face. Yeah. Looking into your eyes. <laughs> and um, this... Uh, enactment, I think, is what caused Dr. Fauci to actually resurface because he was in hiding there for a little while. I think we all mm-hmm. noticed that. He just kind of he vanished, yeah. gone from our TVs cause, because COVID was over, right? That's what Biden declared in the State of the Union here recently, that he defeated COVID single-handedly, you know, from no help from Kamala or, or Nancy Pelosi. How did you put it, Louis? What was Nancy doing behind the podium there during the State of the Union? What did she look like? <laughs> <laughs> Like a raccoon. Yeah, like a raccoon. <laughs> Biden can't zip his pants up single-handedly. <laughs> most popular president of, of all time, 80 million votes, a most secure election ever, right? Ever. Most, ever. Secure. most secure election, more votes than Barack Obama. See, what happens is whenever, <laughs> whenever a few masks fall in a circle and Rand Paul says something, it summons Fauci. That's what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> but they found out that um, it was the news and the Russian hoax is what helped him get those votes. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a, a harsh slant on media, period. I mean, media was huge. I mean, social media, which gears most people get their news from social media. Mm-hmm. The scariest part of that is before social media dominated the news. Comedy Central's Daily Show dominated the news. Yeah. And they still have a, a lion's share of the ratings, which we can talk about here in a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, your that's, research. Get the good news about Fauci. Uh, well, well, I'll let you delve, delve that out here in just a second. But to, to go back to, to the Daily Show in particular, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, the way the Daily Show used to be, uh, former host John Stewart, who now has his own show on Apple, I know he comes from the left, and I disagree with – with him uh, on quite a few topics, but I'll tell you what, even representing the left, I think he's probably the best representative of the left that there is. I would um, say Bill Maher's pretty close now. Yeah. These Bill, days, well, these days. and I think that that might be due to John Stewart as well. Cause they, they are good friends, um, off camera. And, um, now we just got to get him to, uh, bring up back over, uh, Colbert. Cause I think Colbert at one point in time was a little more fair minded, but I think that all that, uh, I don't know what, what station he's on. Um, I prefer not to. Uh, but <laughs> me too. I'm accidentally um, by it. I just know but, if it's night, stay away from mainstream channels. <laughs> I just know that he's no longer funny. And, and it's because he's been corrupted by all this this money and power. But um, this is a big million. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a big deal uh, that sen- the Senate voting to re- to repeal this mask mandate. Not only because of, you know, for me, but just being able to get back to normal life. To be able to get on a plane and know that I don't have to listen to the two-year-old behind me going, no, I'm not putting it on. No. <laughs> Stop it. Brandon, Brandon, just settle down. Just settle down, Brandon. Put the put the mask on. 
Brandon. 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 I'm going to pick on Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just assume it's a Brandon acting out. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Well, you mean, let's go, Brandon. Put the mask on. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sterling? I was thrown out of a hospital because I argue about the mask. And you had uh, what would have been considered at one time by the CDC the more effective mask, the N95 on, when you yeah. walked in, yes? And then they wanted me to put their mask, and I argued with them that my mask is better than yours, that that mask ain't going to protect you. And she comes out, well, the doctors use it all the time, and they don't get sick. I said, no, you're lying. I'm sure there's a lot of them that got sick. Pretty yeah. sure she was just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so they threw me out of the house, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> your own house to be fair louie oh you're good at getting kicked out of places <laughs> i mean we were at the walmart just last night and he said a few things i'm like we're gonna get kicked out of here <laughs> i don't know if anyone saw the, the sunday conversation with ben shapiro and bill maher i uh, I, I seen a, a tidbit of it but go ahead i listened to it while i was writing uh, this week's episode of laughing laughing libertarian i can't yeah. even say the title of my own show yeah but like share subscribe please uh, anyway, <laughs> regardless of, of, of plugging my own show, um, Bill Maher had said, and he was talking about how his, his following really has been kind of lashing out at him lately because of his comments about COVID. Oh, you mean using his brain and being rational? Right. Yeah. And he Weird. said, you know, it's really about <laughs> who gets COVID and who dies from COVID. Everyone gets COVID. This is from him. I, yeah. I love this. He was like, everyone gets COVID. Vaccinated people, unvaccinated people, you know, it doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter your health. He's like, who dies from COVID? Well, I mean, unfortunately, the elderly, people with poor health. And he said all COVID did for America was show us just how unhealthy we are. Because unhealthy people died from COVID. And he's like, but that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable to say. He's like, what if I was to tell you that? There is one thing that plays a part in 78% of the COVID deaths. You'd think most people would want to hear that and see if they could fix it or keep it from being them, or if it was them, try to avoid contact with COVID. But instead, people say, no, this is our lifestyle, and you have to respect my lifestyle. We need lockdowns. (laughs) So that was just, it was really neat to hear him say, you know, who, who gets it, who dies from it? Everyone gets it. Yeah. Thank God I didn't get it. And I'm poorly, I'm one of those people that's got bad health. I I managed, I think this is pine, I'm not sure. What does that mean? Yeah. It's that vanilla wood. I've managed to go go through this entire plandemic. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was planned. We call it the Chinese virus because it comes from China. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we can say that now. CDC's proven it. Uh, straight out of the Wuhan lab. Straight out of Wuhan. Um, I've managed to go through this entire thing not getting it. I don't know how that happened. Thank God. Yeah. I've had it twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had it coming. No. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Now, the second time, I really didn't even know I had it. Yeah. I had no idea. Like Little sniffles. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. allergies. And then, it was probably because Omicron rolled out. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, really, this is this is a long time coming. Yeah, it's really a so long time coming to be right. able to get on that plane. Less oppression. Yeah, be able to get on a city bus. Um, not that that's all that much fun to begin with. Um, I'm sure that you're 
uh, well, I don't know if everyone at this table has had that experience, but if you've had the experience of being on a city bus, particularly in New York, Louis, I'm sure you've been on a city bus there. And city bus, train, forget about it. Yeah. There <laughs> are far worse things to catch on the bus. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, being across from the uh, the lady who's talking to herself and trying to eat her handbag. <laughs> it can't be fun. <laughs> Uh, so if you're dealing with that and then you have to wear a mask on top of it and you're probably already shoulder to shoulder or um, just very uncomfortable situation to begin with and then having to put something over your face and not being able to breathe and makes people even more irritable. And then when you're in an airplane, you're in a metal tube flying thousands of miles an hour through the air or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how the speed works. We'll go, <laughs> with, a plane. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Why what, not? How, how are physics? I mean, it depends what plane you're in. Really fast <laughs> That's what plane you're in. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Knots? Is that the word for... Wind? That's I don't, no. That's, that's definitely boat? not That's it. boats. It's not well, a, that's, nautical. We ride F-15s. <laughs> Believe me, if you if your plane goes from miles per hour to, to, not, to knots... You've landed. You've, you've landed very uncomfortably. <laughs> oh, so uh, you're... You're using uh, your seat as a flotation what device. What was his name that landed the plane after uh, the, the, oh. the geese went through the... Jets, he landed in the Hudson yeah, Bay. It's on you. You're from New York. That happened quite a few times. But he landed in the Hudson. Uh, there was an entire yeah. movie. Tom Hanks was in it. Yeah. I can't think of the name of this man. I can't. Yeah. Think of oh, man. He was a hero. I'm going to voice over it in later or something like that. And this, is all, this is all Fauci's fault because when these people got on the plane and all you, all with one had to take it off, you had people getting hysterical and fighting. Put on that mask. Put on that mask, and they they arresting the person that's fighting over the person that got no mask. And this is all because of Fauci putting the panic on these people. Control by fear, right? Yeah. You, I think you said the perfect word for what encapsulated the pl- the pandemic: hysteria. 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 Yeah, because everyone um, who experienced any portion at some point during this thing we all experienced a little bit of like oh should i be afraid of this thing it's spreading all over i i know i did a little bit i was like well maybe i should stay inside for a few days i think i literally went a week i was home because i was actually working from home for a week before covid killed my job there that i had um but like a week and i finally went you know what i'm healthy and at this point as strange as it sounds, I almost want to have like a chicken pox party. Yeah. I'm healthy. I, I can go out there. I can find someone coughing and sneezing and I can kind of get in their air yeah. <laughs> and just make it through it. Let my body build an immunity to this and then let everybody else be scared of it. And I'll walk around like I have an S on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> I was going into Walmart and almost got attacked by a person because I didn't have my mask on. He's telling me, put on your mask, put on your mask, real mad. Yeah. I said, oh, I'll get it when I go inside. <laughs> just, just to avoid the problem. Yeah. It's, that it, took wisdom. <laughs> right. No you, Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. I had to exactly. do it because I had a gun on me and I was thinking about it, but then I said, no, nah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, you if you hit center yeah. mass, they'll breathe a lot easier <laughs> for a few minutes. <laughs> Sorry, 2A. <laughs> it's, it's interesting how easily people become malleable or even influenced when something big supposedly happens. Oh, we need leadership. Oh, and they'll just take anything without knowledge, actually figuring out what's really going on. Oh, you're talking about going with the flow. They just 
jump right on that bandwagon. But then yeah. when they become virtuous about it, when it becomes a virtue, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the worst part of it, right? Yeah. It's, there are I, still people virtue signaling, oh walking gosh. around the, the stores and everything. Glaring at you. They're, like, they're hazmat suits. Getting mad at their kids. Why isn't it on your face? Um, why, why is no one else here but you wearing that? Because you're trying to virtue signal me. You're better than me. You're I smarter than me. You you know more about science than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever. I am the science. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where did the science go? I'm so scared. <laughs> well, Where did the science go for a few days? Was he in hiding? I don't know. Did, did he secretly catch COVID Maybe for a while? Would, that would be hilarious. Or are we looking at, like, some kind of CGI body double? What does is, what is Q claim now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He does. Look, he looks slightly different. The, I'm not trying to be funny because I'm definitely not like a conspiracy theorist in any way, shape, or form. But I saw a picture of him and I was like, eh, "That could be a weekend at Bernie's event." There, yeah. he is eighty something. Yeah, with Biden, I would believe it. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure that they, you know, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I was on the line on on Walmart another day, and I didn't. I seen quite a few people without masks and. I heard this guy behind me coughing. I didn't look for no trouble, and I didn't tell him nothing. I just told my wife, let's go to the next thing. <laughs> right. yeah, so that's a logical yeah. sense. Like, it has nothing about fear of COVID as much as it's yeah. like you're coughing, which is projecting. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. We should have someone more virtuous than me on here to explain <laughs> science. Um, <laughs> but uh, Well, I'd just rather not catch a cold. Right. I, you're you're pushing things out. You're you're projecting something well, out. Yeah. I don't want to breathe that. Well, I've seen the movie Outbreak. That so does cause a little bit of my own hysteria. Have you, have you seen Contagion? Yeah, that's a scary one, too. And the and, way Fauci was bringing it up, that it goes yeah. about, what, 10 feet? Yeah. Your, your cough? No, six feet, you're safe. <laughs> and, and behind plastic, too. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Nothing can go around plastic. COVID nothing is, is can get around plexiglass. Because yeah, it plastic. wouldn't go up and then happen to fall no. down because yeah. gravity is not a thing. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm speaking science again. Sorry. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no. that's what, Until that's what the science is found, I am not allowed to speak about science. Well, no, he, was, he was on the other day. He I was making claims. Yeah, because yeah, he said that COVID's coming back. He's got to get his hysteria so he can get his TV time back. Right. Um, like he didn't make uh, record profits. But yeah, even even the left has gotten wise to his, uh, his ignorance. Yes. <laughs> and I call it ignorance because... He still hasn't caught on that he's been wrong about every single thing. He was wrong about uh, AIDS in the 80s, and I won't get too far into that topic, but he's been wrong about every single thing, and he's been not not a practicing doctor for 30-plus years. That's why I wanted to go back to Rand Paul being a practicing doctor. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to get advice from uh, both one one or the other, a practicing doctor or not practicing doctor, (laughs) what would you do, Sterling? Would you go to the practicing or the non-practicing doctor to get advice? In honesty, I wouldn't go to either one. But if I had to, I would go to the one that's practicing probably yeah. and then get his second opinion. Got experience and wisdom and he's seen mm-hmm. patients and mm-hmm. probably learned some patience through seeing those patients. Oh, <laughs> why'd you do that? That's like, I had it loaded up. I, mean, I, I had it my, loaded up. One of my best friends, he is a doctor. Now, I, I consulted with him quite a few times about it. And, yeah, half the stuff that they're – I won't mention any names, but half the stuff that is presented to the public is – it's not true. I was going to say yeah. BS, but it's not true. Yeah. It's Bernie Sanders. It's just fear tactics. Bernie Sanders BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the hospital, and every time I go to the hospital, the first thing I say, are you a practicing doctor, or you've been already a doctor for a while? <laughs> and he, he tells me, uh, I've been practicing. 
That's it. I need pro I, level. I, I need a pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doogie Howser, turn this around. How many achievements have you got? Yeah. <laughs> you have too many conditions for them to and not I, be experienced. <laughs> and I don't need him to make a mistake on yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. Too many things can go wrong there. Um, speaking of things going wrong, um, Tulsi Gabbard um, has been get, getting attacked from the left. I think she. I think she at this point should just put an I next to her name as opposed to a D. She's she's definitely not Republican. She she she's got some views that a conservative would not back right. um, in any way, shape, or form. But she's also got things that Democrats will not back in any way, shape, or form. But she recently had come out um, on Tucker Carlson. Um, so that's a sin right there to be a Democrat and on a Tucker Carlson, you know. Um, I mean, I think only Geraldo is allowed to get away with that. I don't even think it's a big deal anymore since he's such a, you know, such a, a Russian pu- and puppet from everything we're saying, we're hearing now. <laughs> Orlando, right? Russia bad, right? Orlando, yeah, they've been getting on him for a lot for that because he's he's more of a Democrat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're quite upset with him. But Tulsi Gabbard found herself under fire for saying a few things about uh, the bio labs in Ukraine. Turns out, everything she said was true, according to this Fox News article. It was on Tucker Carlson. Everything Tulsi Gabbard said about the bio labs in Ukraine, turns out it's true. Uh, here's something we just saw. We wish uh, – well, let me go back here. Uh, so um, I think this is – I'm pretty sure that this is her quoting, but quoted. But uh, here's something we, we just saw. We wish we uh, brought it to you earlier. Uh, how, how do you say – his his name there's Zelensky. What's his first name? Is that Vol- Volodymyr? That's Vladimir. Volodymyr. Vladimir. Definitely Vladimir. Vladimir. Okay, Vladimir Zelensky. Vladimir. Okay. I thought uh, you were gonna go like Voldemort. That was that's, I thought you were having fun with it. Yeah, we I, don't I say his name. Trying to. <laughs> um, I, I I know that that's a Harry Potter thing. I don't know much about it other than that. Um, You're not a wizard. I am not a wizard. Um, I guess that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that makes me, and I don't want to. I don't want to know. Um, so, <laughs> the president of Ukraine, of course, gave an interview recently that didn't get enough attention in this country. Zelensky, uh, needless to say, is currently engaged in, an, in a desperate fight for his country, his government, his life, and he has uh, since uh, has been since um, the Russian military invaded Ukraine nearly three weeks ago. So you can assume that there's not a lot Zelensky's uh, Zelensky thinks about at this point, apart from getting the the Russians uh, off of Ukraine soil. So last week, Zelensky floated the idea of ex, uh, of accepting so-called Ukrainian neutrality, agreeing to, uh, not to join NATO. In exchange for that, he will get a Russian withdrawal from Ukraine. It's too late. Louis had some insight on these bio labs. He had been telling me a while back that. What Tulsi Gabbard had said was was true, but until I'd gotten a reliable source <laughs> from Fox News I'm to see it, I'm not reliable. <laughs> but you're here. You're no Brian Stelter. No, um. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Thank, thankfully you're not. <laughs> yeah, we would boot you real quick. Uh, but you had some insight, Louis, on, on these bio labs there in in, in Ukraine. Well, the reason. Um the Russians put in, don't want this labs there because they're close to home. He um, he he couldn't have it when he was in Cuba. He saw the United States. They surrounded them when they were coming in, and told them they can't have it in Cuba because 
the Russians wanted to do that in Cuba. So now Putin is doing the same thing that we did to him. He don't want it that close to, because it's American-funded. So he found out, and now that's why he's attacking. That's one of the reasons on top of the oil thing. Yeah, and I, th- I think more and more things are going to come out about this, um, about it being funded by our own federal government. I think that's why you see all this money going over there. I don't, I, I, this is all conjecture here, but I think this is why you're seeing a lot of this money go over there. It's, I don't think it's for the war effort. No, it's for the yeah. bio, because the United States are involved in that. To, to try to protect these bio labs because mm-hmm. um, they need another Wuhan, another uh, what, gain of function lab, so that they can get another pandemic going. Mm-hmm. Put us. I mean, this is all conjecture once again. This is just I'm me spitballing here. Don't look too far into it. It's suspect. It's but what we hear in the news. It just seems a little too familiar, right? It's yeah. a little too familiar. Also, um, the Ukraine president is asking Germany for help. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work out. Well, he actually went before Congress this week. It's, um, yeah. it's uh, Linsky. Zelensky, yep. yeah. Old, old I just had to get the look for him. Yeah. We're, we're going to go a little long, Laura, because we got a we got a third story we're going to tackle. She's giving me the five minute mark, but we are going to go a little long because I'm going to tackle this third story for sure. It's a little sensational, so we're going to have fun with it. But um, yeah, Zelensky did go before Congress this week and requested even more help from the United States. Um, but he also requested <laughs> a no fly zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just not going to fly planes over your airspace. Yeah, sure. Why not? No. That's too much. He said, is this too much to ask? Yes. It's too much to ask. Am I wrong? I, because Only because I don't see a reason for us to – I don't see a reason for us to help them at all. Um, personally, I don't care about a no-fly zone. I mean, yeah. if we I mean, want to shoot First of Russia, all, Russia bad. We have to say Russia bad. Okay, but yeah, if we, if we want to shoot down Russian planes, we want to shoot down Ukrainian planes. We don't shoot down everything that hits the hits the air. We have the ability to do it without really, really putting ourselves in danger. Yeah, um, that sounds so. That sounds like it has a lot of bravado attached to it. But I mean, it's serious. I mean, we spend three times as much as China on our military. Our military is the greatest military to walk the face of the earth. So I mean, sure, we could go over and do that, but what does it accomplish for us? Yeah, it, we just spend tons and tons and tons of our money to protect them because why? Because we feel sorry for them because of what reason? I would much rather just see both sides just beat the crap out of each other and you know one of some let us go over there and pick up a spare. Yeah, just don't leave a seven and ten spin in a pin, right? Just yeah, give me a good solid five. Yeah, and I think a one pin. Yeah, I'll take a one pin. Ukraine. We we have him. He's in office. <laughs> The Ukraine was part of the Russians, right? Ain't that part of the, the, the Russians um, on land, too? They were Soviet, yes. Yeah. So how are you going to stop them from going over there, over that land, and planes? Oh, I mean, it's just so much. Th- my, my biggest issue is that the argument, so the argument a lot this week has been, why don't we give them planes? Okay, well, we're not giving them planes. No. Somebody else is going to give them planes because they can't fly our planes, Right. And then we're gonna we're supposed to go. Oh, you gave them something so indirectly. 
we're giving them something because we're going to give you something. Like, I hate that. I hate that idea of yeah. it's only given if America is going to back it. No other place just says, hey, here, take this. And it's out. Yeah. It's, it's out, out. And it's on our tax, our taxpayers. Instead, America goes, or everybody else goes, we'll give it, but America needs to back it. So the biggest thing was give them planes, right? Yeah. The biggest problem with planes, planes are not a, necessarily a defensive weapon. They're an offensive weapon. So when you give somebody anti-aircraft munitions, that's shooting down planes. They're not going to use that to shoot into cities. However, what happens uh, What happens when they use those anti-aircraft guns and such, the, the munitions they have, to suppress the air power of the Russian military, and then they start using those planes that were given to them to then turn around and start bombing Russian cities. Now, I think it's a genius move if you went ahead and flew over there and started pegging some of their cities to make them back off, especially since they're 95% in. I'm sorry I'm <laughs> ranting. But, I mean, that's really where I sit on it. Why are we even in this? Yeah, well, I'm fighting a pseudo war, but we're uh, we're we're setting a bad precedent if we give them planes as well. Because then why wouldn't Taiwan go, hey China, come on man, America's just going to give us some planes, so uh, we're big enough, we're bad enough because we've got, we're we're going to be backed by America. Uh, you know, the 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 Democrats are going to wear the special pins and scarves, the next State of the Union that uh, Taiwan flag. So why not? Let's let's show how big and bad we are and invoke this this war so that we get some planes too, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the direction that we would be with president we would be precedent we would be setting by our by our dawdling president. Well, and of course the argument is that you know the is the inverse argument of that is if you do this, then China goes maybe we shouldn't go try to take Taiwan. Maybe Taiwan isn't a part of isn't isn't something we own. There's the counterpoint to it, but yeah. still I don't see a reason why we care. Yeah. They would just. I mean, throw we care about Taiwan. Taiwan matters to us. Yeah. They're they're massive. I mean, as far as our, yeah. our our economy is wrapped to Taiwan and China. Period. Both yeah. just dramatically. To me, what I think, put um, Biden gave the planes to Portland so they could send it over. Putin said, if they get involved, they're going to be nuclear. So. Portland said, no, we're not going to do it. We're going to send them to Germany where the Americans are at, and you people do it. Right. And then all of a sudden, uh, Biden backed up and said, no, we're not going to get involved. Because our politics are we don't want to be the people who start World War III. Right. It's okay for you to start World War III, and we'll back it, and we'll come through, and we'll defend you, and, and you know we'll do what we do. But we can't be the people who go in the history books as the people who started World War III. Yeah. And well, on top of that – we're giving the Russians our technology because we're giving weapons to the Ukraine. And if the Ukraine gets a hold of those weapons, they got better technology. I mean, it's true. But what they the, – the sandbox they're playing in right now – and I'm sorry. I know you want to get to the third story and we're running yeah. long. Yeah. The, the sandbox we're playing in right now, uh, the weapons they're getting now, granted, compared to their Soviet-era weapons, which is what the Ukrainians had. and I mean, honestly, it's what Russia still has. Russia's military is garbage, and I'll say that right now. Everything they own is outdated. It's pathetic. Cyber attacks are really the only thing they have, um, other than maybe chemical warfare um, and nuclear power. There's nuclear weapons. But everything they have is dated. They haven't put a dime. And when you look at how much they spend, it's pathetic compared to what America spends. We're talking we spend 13 times as much as they do on our military um, every year. So Ukraine still is fighting with those Soviet-era weapons. So, yes, when we do give them weapons to fight with, they are head and shoulders above – essentially the rock throwing that Russia's doing. 
but they're not what we, they're not getting F-35 Raptors. They're not getting things that are something we use. But my yeah. problem is when we hand Poland, you know, an F-16, here you're giving a Soviet-era jet, fighter plane, whatever you're giving, a bomber, that's ancient technology, 40 years old, 50 years old. Here, let's give you something. It's an F-16. It's not an F-35, but it's still something that legitimately could fight us in the air. Why would we do that? Why would we give submarines to Australia? Why would we do yeah. this? Setting another precedent. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Why give our technology, even our allies, so that if something goes wrong, we have to fight them? I don't know. That's a good question. So what's that third story? <laughs> I was waiting for you to be done. I didn't know if you had another <laughs> point to go. I just, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet, ho- quiet little host. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, it's all good, man. I think it needed to be said. The people need to hear it. Um, so Glenn Greenwald, um, this is a, um independent writer. He, uh, he has come from the left for a very long time. He's become more and more moderate as the years have went on, um, uh, especially after Biden took office. Um, so in this news piece, the New York Times – now admits the Hunter Biden laptop, falsely called Russian disinformation, is actually authentic. One of the most successful disinformation campaigns in modern American electoral history occurred in the weeks prior to the 2020 presidential election, most secure election in history. Um, on October 14, 2020, less than three weeks before uh, Americans were set to vote in the most secure election, The nation's oldest newspaper, the New York Post, began publishing a series of reports about the business dealings of the Democratic uh, frontrunner Joe Biden and his son Hunter, who magically disappeared for a while. Um, He's with (laughs) Fauci. In countries in which Biden, uh, as vice president, wielded considerable influence, including Ukraine and China. These seem relevant, don't they? Mm -hmm. Aren't we just talking about these in long form? And uh, would, again, if, elect, uh, if elected president. So there's a lot of money there that, that Hunter is uh, invested in. He's on a board there and, uh, yeah, or was. Energy. Yeah. Energy, energy, energy. Uh, the backlash against this uh, reporting was uh, immediate and intense, leading to suppression of uh, the story by U.S. corporate media outlets and censorship um, of the story by leading Silicon Valley monopolies, big tech. Um, this disinformation uh, campaign uh, against this reporting was led to uh, led by the CIA's all but official spokesperson Natasha Bert, uh, Bertrand. I don't know if I said her name right, but who cares? Um, then of <laughs> then of Politico, now with CNN. Um, so that tells you she's a reliable source, certainly right? <clears throat> CIA, CNN, all that good stuff. Uh, <laughs> starts with the same letter. Yeah, and and her article on October nineteenth appeared uh, under this headline: Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation. Dozens of former Intel uh, uh, officials say. Uh, well, turns out that uh, the thing that's in Giuliani's hands, known as Hunter Biden's laptop, it's a thing. It's real. What do we think? I believe it. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was only six months it took for conspiracy theory to become reality in today's world. <laughs> yeah, they stretched it out a while, moved it a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. he's president. That's why. Former Vice President Joe Biden. Yeah, 
most popular president in history, recent history. Now, but the things that are on this laptop, disgusting. Um, if you don't want to hear or view anything absolutely that will turn your stomach, don't Google it. I'll give you the synopsis of what's on that laptop. It's self-pornography. Uh, <laughs> pornography of himself with underage women, I believe. Um, uh, pictures of him doing uh, crack cocaine. Um, maybe it was sometimes, uh, what was it, that he found Parmesan cheese in the carpet? Who knows? I hate when that happens. <laughs> <sighs> Wasted. Yeah. He was not using his wisdom. Um, but <laughs> Temptation. He, he couldn't get on his favorite websites, and so he takes his... Uh, <laughs> Takes his laptop down to the uh, local computer store, drops it off, and says, here, you fix it. Did some crack in between then and the time he needed to go pick it up, so then he forgot it. And uh, the guy at that tech store said, hey, uh, you know, maybe Rudy Giuliani ought to see what's on this computer because I'm trying to fix this computer and all this stuff is on here, and that's uh, not good. Too yeah. much too much coke. Get a lawyer involved. They don't yeah. forget everything. Yeah. That's what happens when you do drugs. And how about that? It gets covered up by, what was it? It said CIA officials. So our own federal government, I'm reading, that's covering up. And then uh, our own uh, former vice CIA. president covering things up. And uh, CNN covering things up. And then they want to, uh, oh, and big tech here, Silicon Valley monopolies. Yeah. Um, All reliable. Yeah. Reliable. Sources. Such reliable sources. You don't need to see what they don't want you to see. So they say, time and time again, they say, Trust us, you know, quit sowing all these seeds of uh, not trusting us and quit pushing us aside and saying we're not, you know, we're fake news. Don't listen to Donald Trump. We're, we're giving you the things you should hear. And then you read articles like this coming from what I would have considered eight months ago their side. Right. Yeah. Mr. Greenwald would have definitely been their side. You probably can't search it on DuckDuckGo this day, in these days either. Right. <laughs> Sorry. And Out so, <laughs> and it just we just have to wait a few days, right? If it's conspiracy theory today, wait a few days. I've had people yell at me at the top of their lungs, telling me I was wrong. I was wrong because CNN said so. Um, I don't know if uh, if you read this story or take a look at it. Um, it, it is on Glenn Greenwald's website, um, but. Please do, and find out the truth. Do your own research. This proves it right here, that you need to be mindful of what's happening around you. Don't just accept what you're being told. Don't just take the narrative. Don't just comply. Don't... Path of least resistance. Yes. You don't need to take the path of least resistance. I think that's a good place to bring us home. Don't follow the path of least resistance. And do things for yourself. Learn for yourself. Yes. Be in the world. But not of it. it. My man. You're not going <laughs> to finish with Fauci? What happened to him? Arrest Dr. Fauci. No. <laughs> He's been fired. Hmm. He's been fired. And the people that you was talking about, the season... They're letting him go because they found out that everything he was saying was false. So now they're going to change it to have three 
doctors checking up on the COVID and all this, and that way they have three different that will go against each other if it's true or not true. So we'll have three of the science. Yeah, I like that. Three sciences. Three sciences, so yeah. Three sciences. yeah. That they don't believe in just one person. That's they say that he's making money and he's corrupted. A couple more sciences, you can make Captain Planet. Yeah, <laughs> these powers combined, right? These, sci- these sciences combined. Yes. Yeah, these sciences combined. Well, let's see how it works out. If that's what they say they're going to do. We hope I, it works out. I feel like Nancy Pelosi is just in behind there, just <laughs> raccooning away, right? Yep. Yep. Drinking that Someone's little vodka. Trust us. Do your own research. Find out about these three sciences. I don't know the validity of this because I take Louis's words with a grain of salt, as I did before with the thing that turned out to be true with the Tulsa Gabbard story. So, um, Sterling, you want to bring us home with prayer before I get on another tangent? Sure. All right. <laughs> Lord, we want to come to you again and thank you for letting us be here and to read your word, Lord, and to bring it to uh, each other and to the world, Lord. I just want to thank you for... Uh, the air that we breathe, without a mask or with a mask, Lord, it's still yours to give. Preferably without. Without, if you know, it goes <laughs> that way. Thank you for the masks, and thank you for yeah. just everything, God. You, you're an amazing, 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 and uh, without you, I would be nothing. So I hope that you will work through this. Bless it. Bless all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. I've been your host, Joshua Cummins. To my left. Resident heathen, Alan McFarland. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Go to Laughing Libertarian. Like, share, subscribe. All that good stuff. Thank you. Across the table from me, Sterling Medcalf Allen. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And thank you for stepping up to the plate. Killed it. Killed it this week. You know that you're going to do this again, right? I feel like you're going to do that. Yeah. I feel like you're going to do that. Trial by fire. I was afraid to get here in the first place. Do it again. Trial by fire. Um, Don't worry. I I won't do it too often to you. Or maybe I will. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then next to him, fourth chair, we all love him. And I, I, I want him to come back as many days as he can in many, many years to come. Louis Rodriguez, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for having me. And people, please give us some comments. Yeah. I would like to hear some. Yeah. I haven't heard nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, share, <That's> subscribe. <laughs> See you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.